0: Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rating review. Now let's get into today's episode.
1: For today's episode, all about entrepreneur burnout, some warning signs and recovery strategies that we all need. I am your guest host, Maria Moore, brand and operation strategist and founder of The Template Bar. Now, when you've spent years on this be your own boss journey called entrepreneurship, you're bound to face burnout and discouragement at some point or another. It can happen when you're struggling to fetch a glitchy product that doesn't even have a single sale yet. Or when you're in the middle of running and scaling a successful business trust me, it can feel like an entire hot mess either way. As a full-time entrepreneur with multiple businesses, I've had my fair share of burnout, both at the height of my success and in the darkest valleys of my failure. If any of the following signs that we're going to discuss sound familiar, you may be dealing with some entrepreneurial burnout too. But don't worry, there are some not-so-obvious strategies to help you bounce right back and reignite the passion that you have for your business. The first sign that we're going to talk about is that customers become your enemy. Now, people who aren't entrepreneurs may assume that business owners, we just love and appreciate our customers because they're bringing us our sales and keeping our business afloat. While that is true most of the time, Entrepreneurs running high-volume or high-touch businesses that require a lot of customer interaction, we can get burnt out on the people-facing side of things pretty quick. When entrepreneurs find themselves fielding through hundreds of inbound inquiries or endless customer service support requests, it can just be too much. Sometimes an entrepreneurial breaking point will come ahead, right? It's going to tempt us as entrepreneurs to throw our hands up in the air and return the customers money and i just want to crawl in a dark hole and be all alone if you're an entrepreneur who suddenly cannot stand your customers you may be a victim of people facing burnout here are a few solutions that have helped me to cope with this now i always suggest if you are feeling overwhelmed by the customers i have implemented in my business an email forwarding away chatbot or like an auto reply for inbound email inquiries setting a reasonable expectation for response times. Just because we run our businesses, it doesn't mean that we have to be accessible 24-7 or to reply to prospective clients or customers within two hours. If we set these clear expectations around the response time that works for you and your team, whether that's three hours or three business days, this way you won't feel like every inbound request requires immediate action. Another solution is we could outsource customer service altogether. There are so many great and affordable customer support options from live chat bots to answering services, even virtual assistants who can take most of the inbound inquiries off of our plate. Another option is batching our customer facing and response related tasks to one or two days per week. If you choose to respond on Mondays and Thursdays, customers will never have to wait more than three days for a response. But you'll get five super quiet and peaceful people-free days per week. It's a win-win situation. Another sign that you may be experiencing burnout is that you're back to dreading Mondays. One of the perks of running your own business is the ability to set your own preferred schedule. Bucking tradition. Y'all know I am not traditional and very outside of the box. So if you're feeling like you're dreading a Monday, we're getting back into that same mindset we did when we were working our nine to five. But we want to work the days and hours that we want to. Somewhere along the way, we may have changed or our mindset may have shifted to a more conventional work week with a Monday of your own, right? So the day that marks the dreaded start to a grueling, long work week. If you find yourself dreading Mondays or whatever day that you deemed the funeral for the weekend, you may want to shake things up and reconstruct your schedule. Kick the conventional work week, throw a weekend or two in among your formerly head down work days. So we can switch up our schedule and this can give us more inspiration and also resurrect the freedom that attracted us to being an entrepreneur, to this lifestyle that's full of flexibility. Another possible sign that you are close to burnout, you're serving a... Prison sentence with no parole. Freedom that may have once drawn you to the entrepreneur lifestyle is starting to leave you, basically, right? But once your business starts consuming your thoughts 24-7, 365 days a year, even in your sleep, you're dreaming about work, you may be chained to a prison of your own creation. If you can't remember the last time that you took a vacation or even the thought of leaving emails unread for a day, if it's giving you a lot of anxiety, it may be time for a hard reset with a big disconnect. No phone, no computer, no email, no meetings. If your business won't allow you parole in a sense, maybe you have to escape on your own. But we're very fortunate that this can be done and simplified via automation. Automation is just a fancy word for making your own business run as passively as possible. So you can excuse yourself from the operational weeds. Different tools like ConvertKit, Minichat, Typeform, and so many more can save you hours automating a variety of marketing, operational, and post-purchase tasks. So we are not chained to every task in our business. Another sign of burnout is our everyday behavior becomes an addiction and then a vice. So early on in my startup journey, my body started behaving very differently, right? I would sleep late, sometimes even to 11 a.m. Even though I was supposed to be in this hustle mode and hadn't really made my first entrepreneur dollar, I also started spending more on food, a lot of food, y'all. I started eating the food too, a lot of it. So one day after I went to the doctor, I caught a glimpse of that scale, y'all, picking up a lot of extra weight. I realized I was embarrassed by the life that I was living. I quickly identified the root cause of my behavior changes, right? I was scared. I was depressed by my startup's lack of progress. I turned to sleep and food as more pleasurable, mind-numbing distractions, But unfortunately, the only lasting solution is to identify the root cause of your newfound vices and face those challenges head on. So in my case, I also just completely recalibrated my schedule, starting to wake up earlier, working out each morning, and swapping my diet and mealtimes entirely. I also mapped out a daily to-do list to ensure that my startup journey had enough structure to track my progress and hold myself accountable for tackling all these unwelcome challenges. So again, throughout your entrepreneurial journey, you will have to change your schedule from you know maybe waking up earlier to sleeping in later. I'm not saying that that has to be consistent, but you would need to adjust it depending on the needs that you have where you currently are. Another sign is shining shiny new opportunities catch your eye. Sometimes too much of a good thing can be a problem, even if that thing is your business. Contrary to popular belief, it is possible to run multiple successful businesses at once. I have done it. Even more surprising is the fact that doing so can actually be a benefit for your primary business. If you find yourself gravitating towards new business opportunities or a side hustle, even a side hustle to your side hustle, don't write it off as an unnecessary distraction or a waste of time right away. Instead, consider why you are attracted to this new opportunity. Are you overusing one skill set and underusing another that's seeking stimulation? Sometimes I can be that way. I handle strategy and operations. I'm also a creative. So sometimes when I'm working too much on strategy and operations, that part of me who wants to design things will come alive. And I'll say, oh, I want to start this brand. I want to add this to my existing brand. So it really is a good idea for you to just reevaluate that. And perhaps you don't get to use your creative brain as much, but it's craving that attention, right? So a side opportunity that enables you to exercise those creative juices that are just ready to flow may not be a bad thing. Another thing to consider is, are you running away from a part of your primary business and using the new opportunity as escape? If so, it may be something that you can outsource. The new opportunity may give you or grant you the opportunity to escape some of the things that you're dreading that could definitely and easily be outsourced. So once we experience this entrepreneur itch that we all you know, may have at one point or another to start a new project, it may not be a bad thing. Some of us are natural born creators who will always want something new on our plate. Utilizing multiple completely different skill sets can keep you engaged, inspired, and excited about each independent project, while also honing diverse skills that can complement each other and make you stronger overall. You may be surprised by all of the synergies that come from your seemingly different projects. Another sign that we are going to talk about is let's talk about like LinkedIn social media, right? We open one of these social media platforms. Let's use LinkedIn. We click the notifications and instantly we realize what a mistake that we have just made. We get bombarded by an endless stream of positive updates. Congratulations, milestones from your network. It seems like everyone has just raised another $20 million round of seed funding. Achieve their crowdfunding goal got a promotion at their nine to five, or they're featured in Forbes for what they have accomplished. And you just like, enough, enough, enough. Where are the people who are getting fundraising rejections? Who's getting demoted and who's having their worst sales month to date? I promise you, they're out there. They live in the real world like me and you, but they probably aren't posting about it on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook. Many of us think about like LinkedIn as a quote unquote professional social network which seems to bypass all of the fakeness and the highlight reels of the flashier, more open platforms like Instagram. But the truth is LinkedIn is social media too, and user psychology does not change from platform to platform drastically just because you categorize something as a professional platform. People still post their highs and keep their lows to themselves. In fact, it may be even worse on LinkedIn since you're pretty much there to be professionally judged on your career or business progress. So the reputational repercussions of a subpar post can seem a lot graver for your future jobs and earning power. Once you realize LinkedIn is just an IG for people who would rather brag about their job or their business than oversaturated selfie, you can take those notifications with a dose of This is a little salt and pepper, right? It's not important. LinkedIn is becoming more discouraging and disheartening than communal or encouraging. You may want to take a break. So your business probably won't fall apart if you get off LinkedIn for a little bit, unless you do most of your sales on LinkedIn, in which case you may want to avoid notifications and keep your focus on ads and responding to customer messages only. There are probably so many other return on investment activities you could dedicate your time to, then drooling over your networks, braggadocious, envy-inducing LinkedIn updates. Most of the real work happens behind closed doors and off LinkedIn and social media anyway. Social networks are just a place to share the before and after, but they rarely account for the journey in between. So even though we talked about a few symptoms for burnout, we know there are several more. These unsuspecting burnout clues can elevate your success as well. We often view burnout as an inevitable side effect of too much work, too little relaxation, or the reaction to a relentless and depressing sequence of subpar results. When we think about it that way, burnout does sound horrible and negative and something to be avoided at all costs. While I don't a thousand percent agree with that assessment, I have experienced burnout, and I do agree that a constant stream of losses can definitely discourage you and steal our motivation and the reason why we're doing what we're doing. But burnout can happen just as much when sales are at at an all-time high. I've experienced it firsthand when I was doing well in my business and also when I was not doing well in my business. These symptoms that we discussed today are just an opportunity for us to really reassess the root cause And make positive changes to alter and improve our businesses, our to-do lists, our operations, and priorities to make sure we are making the most of our entrepreneurial skill sets, our ambition, and our inspiration. What good is it to have a lucrative business if we can't stand the journey of building it or the day-to-day operations required to keep it afloat? And plus, when we are recognizing our own current burnout, it can give birth to new, unexpected opportunities to accelerate, up-level, and expand our own entrepreneur journey altogether if we are thoughtful and if we're open to it. So I challenge you to consider your own situation. Consider some of the things you're going through to see if you are facing burnout. And hopefully, some of these tips and suggestions will help you to pull through and on to your next endeavor. Until next time, thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scenes.
0: I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and/or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating review. I'll see you next week.